Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we are in the uh, second week of May working on uh, the covenant. Uh, it's kind of kind of fun. Excellent. And, uh, having a good time doing it. We uh, had a really interesting discussion yesterday about uh, you know what it means to, to follow God and that uh, he said it'll, it'll be uh, well with you. And that, uh, yeah, that was a fun discussion, right? <laughs> yeah, and we would like to reiterate, because um, we tend to think, um, I got an issue and um, my blessing would be this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and God says, well, first of all, I know about the issue. <laughs> right. Um, and I'm going to resolve it uh, to bring you to a place of blessing and ultimately you'll become a blessing because, and this is one of the beautiful ways that it happens, people can identify with this, is that um, I experience something, I I get uh, a blessing or victory or resolution with it. Um, God brings a lot of people around me that wind up kind of in the same place. Right, uh, and we see his full redemption and restoration and then yeah. using that to bless someone else. Yeah, and you have a heart yeah. for it. So like, uh, and this is what, um, uh, actually I've been working with a with a guy who's uh, in a kind of a startup uh, church. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were talking about, uh, it was interesting, he was talking about, well, how do we decide what ministries to do? And we got to have a strategy. We got to have a plan. And I said, I said, I think you got it all backwards. Right. <laughs> um, I said, um, uh, one, uh, and I, I led him into this is in First Peter. Uh, we are called to be the priesthood of the believers. Uh, who? Everybody. Right. Um, and everybody is a priest, and a priest. Interesting enough, and I've really dug into this because I had a question about that, uh, even when I read it. And that's, again, what the beauty of abiding is all about is, well, you're, you're called to be a priesthood. You're joining the royal priesthood. So what does that look like? And so yeah. I said, well, okay, if that's so, then what does that mean? It's got to mean something. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can't be you're part of a priest. Okay, great. It doesn't mean anything. No, it's got to mean something. So what does that mean? Well, I went and went and into the word which, by the way, takes you back into the Old Testament to see what a priest does. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought a priest is someone that just serves other people, uh, which seems like a good, which you know a lot of them do. And what I found out is the opposite, is a priest spends time with God mm-hmm. and, and receives and understands and walks with God himself or herself, enjoys that, and then they assist others to wind up doing the same thing, to discover mm-hmm. God's will and walk into the covenant. And so it was like, oh, okay. Uh, so uh, everybody, right? Yes, everybody is called as a believer to be a priest of the believer. So I said, I said, the people that you're gathering in your church, mm-hmm. remember they're, they're priests. 
and they're called to receive and give it away. Um, they're not called to sit and listen to some professional tell them, here's what God says, good luck, and, and we'll see you next week. Uh, it's to join a dynamic body. And then we go into Romans uh, chapter 12 and, and uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And guess what? He says, I give everybody gifts at the moment to fulfill what I have a call to and an assignment, you know, to give it away. Uh, and right. I said, I said, so what will happen? And those gifts are to work together. You to, know, they to, work together to edify the body okay, and now, equip. Again, think of what you just said. To do what? Edify, to edify the body, the body and to equip equip the saints, yeah. Okay, now who's part of the body? Me. We are. So my yeah. giving it away actually equips me mm-hmm. as part of it, and other people that are gonna are gonna participate, receive, and give it away to back to me. So I said, I said, let it be more organic, and it'll come up from where God is at work, because where people are being redeemed, experiencing freedom, experiencing victory, having things happen, they'll attract other people of similar situation. And then you have them gather together. I said, make sure that you don't ever have a Lone Ranger, have uh, two to three people that are gonna lead it together and share that, and then start giving it away. And by the way, if God's in it, what's what they're gonna be? Fruit. Right. Right. And I said, even if they say they think it's a good idea and they get led to do it, and there's not a growth of fruit, that's no problem. It's just God says, well, you haven't, haven't received it. You haven't understood it yet. Uh, okay, keep mm-hmm. going. I said, so um, what will happen? I said, I give you an example. And I was telling this guy that um, you'll have a, uh, let's say, a divorce person or two that will start to realize the freedom that they experience. And by the way, the depth of that isn't, I behave better. It's I truly, the woundedness that caused me to even to, even in a divorce became healed and I'm free right. now, I'm free now. Well, guess what? There's a lot of people like that who will say, is that possible for me? And they'll say, right. yes. Who want that same freedom. Let yeah. me, and, and then God directs that, mm-hmm. that process, not a program, but you're, remember, you're always serving individuals who have a heart mm-hmm. to grow and receive. And I said, that'll be organic. And you'll say, okay, great, go do that. Why? Well, because uh, it, it happened to me. And now I want to give it away. That's the covenant. Right, uh, and it's, right. And it's going to be true of all of us. So that uh, it's, it's a beautiful way of uh, giving it away where God gives you an assignment to do it. Which, by the way, and then I, I gave them even more. I said, when you do that and they start doing it, I said, ask them a question. Are you enjoying it? Because uh, if they're not, which, by the way, may not even be related to the, to the ministry itself. It could be, and I've had this happen because I've, I've been a pastor of churches, uh, where I'm not enjoying it because i got a problem at work. I've got a problem with my children. I've got a problem with my spouse. And I really need to spend some time on that. Well, then stop doing that and go let God heal you there. And don't worry, we'll, we'll be back. We don't, we don't, we don't need right. you to do the work. It doesn't have to be done. Even if we end it, it's okay. Right. Because uh, why? God's orchestrating it. And it, it, it was like a light bulb went on for him. It's like, ah, he said, how cool is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, we don't have to figure anything out. We just have to take our heart teach people to become priests of the believer, teach them to abide, 
God's going to develop the ministry from there. I said, yeah, that's exactly right. how it works. How, how cool is that? That's uh, beautiful and so freeing too, right? Yeah, it really right? is freeing. Uh, so as we were talking about it, you know, last time we talked about doing what's right, uh, which is following him. And, and remember, it's a path, not a, not a destination all the time. Uh, the, the idols, they'll go away. Uh, we'll start to enjoy uh, his walk. Uh, this next one is a, this is a tough one, quite frankly, because um, there's a truth about this of as you're going to enjoy the covenant, you're going to have to separate yourself from things that aren't of me. Uh, and that's going to be people. Um, well, that seems contrary to ministry, which is to people that are hurting. Uh, right. Or tr- people that are troubled or people that are having tr- uh, difficulty. Uh, aren't we supposed to serve them? And the answer is yes, but there's admonition here to be separate. Well, how we got to figure that we got to understand this. So uh, mm-hmm. we're going to get into it. Uh, uh, it's it's be separate. So first of all, read Psalm 1-1. Uh, sure. It tells us a beginning, kind of an, a beginning uh, point of this. Great. It says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah remember, we're talking about blessed to be a blessing. Mm-hmm. Well, he said you're blessed, going to be blessed. Right. If you if you do what? What, if, what, if what you, Basically what you don't do. Yeah, don't walk with the ungodly. Yeah. Don't listen to, you know, some of these things that and, yeah. and be in the midst of yeah. all of this. Uh, yeah. So it's saying that um, don't sit at the seat of the scornful, those mm-hmm. that are skeptical or those yeah, that are scoffers is another uh, scoffers word or there, that are yeah. un- ungodly and not willing to walk with God. Okay, so mm-hmm. um what is describing, because he, he gets into the detail of it, and this is where the Hebrew is so, is so important, uh, it's don't have as your inner circle mm-hmm. um, people that are skeptical, scornful, scoffing, ungodly. And remember, think of the simple definition. We actually talked about it last time, is um, if you're worthy, what are you doing? You're walking with God. You just have a heart to go. Yeah. The ungodly... And you're not worthy mm-hmm. or have a heart to do what? Don't have a heart. I don't to, have a yeah, heart to do that. They want to stay in self. They want to just stay yeah. with what they're what So they're he doing. says, first of all, you can't control that. Mm-hmm. And now, interesting enough, and I keep trying to help people understand that, neither does he. Right. Um, it's by invitation. Mm-hmm. Do you want to walk with me or not? If, I, if you're not going to walk with me, well, then you are ungodly. It's not going to go well for you. Mm-hmm. I would urge you to choose life instead of death. But if that's how you want to go, I'm going to allow you to go. I can't force you to do it. Uh, and and it's interesting enough, <laughs> the surrender of my will <laughs> has to be my choice. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, then I have then there's no what what difference it make? He's going to force me to do it out of obligation. He says, "No, I want you to do it out of love, and seeing mm-hmm. the blessedness of what you do." He said, "So your inner circle that you sit with." that help you process life is don't let uh, people who are not willing to, to seek me, because they're not going to assist you in any way. They're actually right. going to pull you apart and try to convince you you should go do something different. Or the scornful or the scoffers is, yeah, I don't believe that's right. Yeah, uh, you can't do that. Uh, we just had a guy uh, in one of our retreats. He was struggling with the fact that uh, we were talking about listen, watch, wait. 
Mm-hmm. Watch for what God does as you're seeking answers. And I gave an example of kind of a supernatural thing that God did to demonstrate, yes, this is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and I explained it and gave it, and the person said, I doubt that. What do, you, what do you mean I doubt that? He said, I can shoot holes in that all day long. And I, mm-hmm. I, said, I said, yeah, uh, you can. Uh, but do you understand that God's going to do things that aren't explainable? Right. Um, and that we can't look at it as happenstance because why? Well, we're walking with him and he's not going to bait and switch us. So he's not going to reveal something or do something and say, I was just kidding or that was luck or that was just circumstantial right while you're looking for the for the answer you know and so um it's uh people are going to be in that position because they're going to try to persuade you that well what you're seeing i'm not even willing to consider to see because i don't i don't i don't okay uh, well you don't want that as your inner circle it uh, yeah. doesn't mean we're not going to uh, minister to them and we're not going to invite them for sure. That's what Jesus said, I've come to, to save those that are lost. Right, uh, absolutely. Uh, but in your inner circle, be careful who you sit with mm-hmm. uh, and process with and have people of, of like-mindedness with a heart to seek God that would confirm God's will not because I think it's a good idea, but rather I'm I'm hearing what God is saying. I, I've I've had I've had situations where um, I'm working with somebody, and they, and we're kind of each other's part of inner circle, um, and it's good. And this person was going to do something, and my first reaction was no. And I said no, um, I don't believe so, and I'm trying to explain why it's no. While I'm explaining it, God says to me, did you ask me? <laughs> uh, no. Oops. <laughs> uh, well, before you give your uh, uh, uninformed decision, your idea, mm-hmm. uh, Rich, which, by the way, isn't of me, uh, I think you need to process this with me and then come back. Okay, right. got it. Okay, sorry. And I said, I'm sorry. I gave you my opinion. Um, and I need to process this with God first, and then I'll come back. Mm-hmm. So, so I go back to God. You know, and God says, I, that's what I told him to do. And here's why. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, okay, got it. Uh, and I came back. I said, you know, I confirmed what God said to you, even though I thought no. The truth is that God said yes. Now, why? Well, because I have a heart to hear God. Mm-hmm. It's not that complicated. So it's not perfection. Right. It's about, I want people around me that are willing to say either I confirm or I don't confirm. And even if it's maybe slightly off, are you willing to keep going and keep going like God did with me? It's like, you're about ready to say something that really isn't me. And you and me need to spend some time before you go, right. you go do and that. And so I like what you're saying there, too, because I think it's so important, even even when we have an inner circle that we trust is abiding and and know that we can go with, we need to constantly remind ourselves not to just default to what we think and give our opinions, because in that place, we're just going to give our opinions. Right. Because the reason that inner circle is valuable is because those are people that are willing to go and ask God what he has to say. Right. 
And so we, we have to constantly be in that posture, you know, and not just make assumptions either. Right, right. And one of the I things, and Linda, Linda and I do this particularly with each other, uh, and when we try to help uh, our inner circle and other, other people we're part of, uh, when, we're, when there is disagreement, which is okay, uh, one of the first questions we ask each other is, are you neutral? Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times the answer is, no, not really. Um, okay, well, then you're really kind of giving me your, at the moment, you're giving me your opinion. But your opinion may be exactly right. So right. that's okay. But we both have to go to neutrality. Like in a way, God, God checked me and said, you know, son, you're not neutral. And their simplicity is, why are you not neutral? You, you forgot to ask me. Right. Oh, yeah. You, and you gave your idea, which wasn't my idea, and you're not neutral. Let me Let me tell you something different. Yeah, I have caught myself now um, just after after years of practicing this, I tend to precurse because as a woman, we when we get together, we love to talk yeah. and just process and talk and whatever. And so now I will sometimes when somebody's asking something, I'll be like, this I'm telling you right now, I have not stopped and prayed about this. So, you know, this is just me talking, giving you my opinion. If you really want to process this, let's go, you know, let's go do this. But yeah, my opinion is this just off the cuff. And right. I, but I will make sure they know that is not a remotely prayed about opinion. That's right. just me having conversation. Right. Right. So let's really go back and now see what God has to say. But, right. but as a woman, sometimes we just like to keep the conversation going. Yeah. <laughs> and so I at least predicate it with the fact of this is my opinion. That's this is it. not something God's told me yet or confirmed. So no, yeah that when I'm speaking it. Yeah, and, I, and I'll say that too. I've, I've learned that too, is that uh, you know, here's my perspective on this. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm letting you know right now, um, I haven't processed that through to right. confirmation. Uh, and I and I want to do that further with you. So I'm just giving you a little bit of a thought. Yeah. Uh, but right. please don't accept this or think yes. that this is this is God's will. Yeah, because uh, you want to be very careful with have, that. That's a very even, weighty I thing to say. Yet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. This this next verse kind of explains why. Uh, go to Second Corinthians six eleven through uh, eighteen. Second Corinthians six eleven through eighteen. It kind of explains it and tells us the reason why this uh, because of this. Okay. O Corinthians, we have spoken openly to you. Our heart is wide open. You are not restricted by us, but you're restricted by your own affections. Now, in return for the same, I speak as to children, you also be open. Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? And what communion has light with darkness? And what accord has Christ with Bilal? Bilal. Or what part has a believer with an unbeliever? And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I dwell in them and walk among them. I will be their God and they shall be my people. Therefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean and I will receive you. I will be a father to you and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. Yeah. Uh, so he... He uh, basically says, you know, don't be unequally yoked. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and by the way, everybody takes the first statement of with an unbeliever. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's it. They forget the rest, the rest of the, right. of the, of the uh, truth. It goes way, way deeper than that. And then he says, uh, you know, to separate yourself, don't touch, you know, literally what is unclean. Uh, so we, the, the determining factor would be, well, what's unclean? Uh, mm-hmm. And he describes it. 
he says, he says, first of all, you need to understand something is that I'm holy and I'm light. And holiness huh. can't touch what? Unholiness. Unholiness. Light yeah. can't touch darkness. Right. A belief can't touch unbelief. Uh, so he says, uh, separate yourself from this. And again, the, the context is always uh, the concept of unequally yoked. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's let's first of all go backwards a little bit. Does that mean that I can never talk to somebody that's unholy? No, not no. at all. No, uh, by definition, the way to invite people to know Christ, called evangelism, is <laughs> who who are you evangelizing? Right, right. <laughs> An unbeliever. And we should, be, we should be spending time with well, then you gotta be with and being, that's how you're salt and light. Right. Yes. And you're not, and, and memory tells us it's not preaching to them. Mm-hmm. It's developing a relationship with them mm-hmm. that allows them to have a heart to see your life mm-hmm. and then start asking questions and have a, have a, a process because the Holy Spirit's convicting them of, of their position. Right. I uh, said, so that's going to be part of everybody's life all the mm-hmm. time, having a relationship with unbelievers. Uh, and they're dark, and there's stuff right. that they are doing is really- But that is different than being yoked with an unbeliever. Okay, and so that's what that's what they, uh, you know, again, you look at scripture, and so wait a minute. I said, okay, let's go first of all to the truth of what Jesus has asked us to do, and that's give it mm-hmm. away to who? Everybody. Right. By definition, they're dark, they're unholy, unbelieving, he said, yeah, you got to spend time with these people in a very mm-hmm. respectful and honorable way. Uh, okay. He says, I'm talking about being yoked with somebody. Mm-hmm. Okay, being yoked with somebody is, and think about the defin- and the picture of that. Right, exactly. If I'm yoked with something, what does that mean? Literally, there would be oxen that are yoked together in this in this illustration, and they would be attached in such a way with the the contraption, the the yoke that is on them, so that when one turned, the other had to go with them. And so you could not, if if you're going at a different pace, at a different speed, in a different direction, you are pulling the other person with you, and there's no option but to go together. Right, right. And so uh, there is so there uh, is a union there that yeah, is forced. Almost. It's a union yeah. that, by definition, I'm going to be pulled mm-hmm. in a different direction by the by the thing I'm yoked to. Right. So he says, um, as you look at your relationships, as you look at your uh, decision making, mm-hmm. uh, don't be yoked with anything that's going to pull you away from me. Right. Which remember, and this is why it builds on each other. We talked last time, a couple times ago, of being worthy. What was the definition of being worthy? Follow, a heart follow me, to go with and them, don't yeah. and don't allow, even if it has conflict. Mm-hmm. with the other party don't let them yoke you and pull you in their direction you stay with me mm-hmm. so this is a uh, a decision making process so uh, he's, he's saying don't get married to people that are not willing to follow me um, don't don't have partnerships business situations your inner circle that you're making decisions about uh, don't be unequally yoked with anybody that is not a 
believing, and by the way, the unbeliever there even goes deeper than I'm a Christian, I'm not a Christian. It's rather, are you one of faith that has a heart to believe God? Uh, don't have people around you that are, quote, unbelieving and not willing to go to belief. Right. Uh, don't go to people that are dark. Don't go to people that are, uh, uh, you know, connected to unholiness. He says, and the reason is that, is that me, God speaking, can't be in that place. Right. So if you're in that place, guess what? I'm in you and right. you brought me into that place. And basically what happens is you shut everything down mm-hmm. because I can't operate there. Right. Um, and so I'm, I'm helping you uh, to go to purity, purity of, of relationship of the people that are yoking to you and you're yoking to them properly so. But you got to separate if, if you're not of it so that, uh, and I see this happen a lot. It, it's it caused consternation, uh, but it's God doing it. Where uh, let's say, and I've seen this like with business people who have their executive team, mm-hmm. uh, and there's there's uh, unholiness in that team, and there's uh, opposition, and there's darkness, um, and God says, okay, I'm going to eliminate that person. And I'm taking him out, taking him away from you. Interesting enough, <laughs> these executives, no, I'm trying to get them back because I, I can't afford to lose them. Right. And God says you can't afford not to lose them. You, yeah. Uh, let is, him do the let, pruning let there. Me, let me prune it. Let me clean it. Mm-hmm. I am actually separating you from this relationship that isn't healthy for what I'm up to and what you're doing because I need to operate in a, in a place of holiness. Uh, and again, it doesn't mean that uh, uh, in a business, particularly in a business, you can't have what would be called an unbeliever. So by definition, they're that. But if they're, are they cooperative? Right. Are they trying to pull you away from what's right? Because a lot of people right. just are just trying to be good business people. And I, I'd like to cooperate with you. And that's good. So it's really mm-hmm. a hard, it is a hard thing. Yeah, it's, a, okay. it's, a, it's a thing right. that... Um, are you experiencing cooperation, right. process healthily, respect and honor, or is somebody trying to control you and pull mm-hmm. you their way because they're dark, they're not holy, they're not of God, uh, right. and they're impacting your decision? Because uh, yoking is about decision-making. Right, uh, right. So the things that you're involved with, with partnerships, leadership, uh, church groups, mm-hmm. inner circle, small groups, families, marriages. Okay. So I'm opening a can of worms okay. now, All right. but, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> and, and it may just go, we may just bump this to another episode or something. But, um, so for the listener who's sitting here right now, um, the, I mean, personally, just because I do so much women's ministry, the number of women I know that are in marriages where they are definitively unequally yoked. Yeah. Um, and so they hear this, like, what do I do? What, what do I do with that now? And how do I walk in this? And does that mean I can never be a part of covenant? No. Does that, you know, I mean, there, there are a thousand questions that I guarantee you the women are sitting here thinking right now. So, yeah. Yeah. so <laughs> um, um, I don't know if you want to go there. Or yeah, you want to sure. table that for another time. No. So, um, and by the way, this is how it works, mm-hmm. uh, is that we, we become enlightened to something that God says, here, let me show you this. Well, by definition, <laughs> you don't know it. Right. And probably 
we've made a few mistakes and we were in a, Absolutely. In a place Absolutely, not where, even probably. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, all right, now that I know this, but I'm over here, mm -hmm. should I just end it then? Is that is that what you're telling me to do? And guy says, take it easy. <laughs> right, right. Um, remember, and this is why, this is why we, we go back to the very first piece of it, is um, do what's right. How do you determine what's right? Go to God, ask him. Follow me. I know yep. I know your problem. I know your situation. He uh, sees it all. <laughs> so he said, now for you, now that you see something, come with me and let's process this because I have an answer for it. Um, and it's never going to be, you know, be obedient to now what you think is a truth that you've interpreted in your way. He said it's way more complicated, way more tricky. There's timing to it. There's stuff that has to be done. We're on a path. Not and I'm working. I'm with you. I'm, I'm in you. I'm yeah. an, I am. First of all, I am. If you have a heart to follow me, even if your spouse doesn't, mm -hmm. even if your business partner doesn't, I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Now, by the way, I may separate that. Um, uh, so that could lead to a separation because he says, by the way, uh, if your unbelieving spouse wants to go, what does he say? To let him go. Let him go. Now, he doesn't say you chase him out. <laughs> right. And don't make things so awful that they want to go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting enough, he says, we'll get there. Mm -hmm. uh, or if you're in a partnership, well, <laughs> you can't just end it. Right. Uh, I, I have a lot of situations like that. We're 50-50, you know, married. Yeah. I'm in a 50-50 partnership. Uh-oh. Uh I see this now. I right. should I shouldn't have done it. I made a mistake. But now what? Yeah. But now what? Should I just end it? <laughs> Interesting enough, you can't. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not really up to you. But you have a heart to do what? Father, now that I see this, um, I want to be where light is. So lead me into where that looks like and how that is processed, including if if the other party is going to separate. May I may I let that happen, or maybe in my partnership I need to do something different, or offer something different, or sell it back to him, or uh, do something where I'm not in, anywhere in decision making with him anymore, and uh, I go do something else. And all I can tell you is this: there's no universal answer to that. Right. Um, right. And it isn't like okay, I got it. I'm going to go do. Nope. Immediately, you're, you interesting enough have just walked away from the covenant. Uh, in light of the truth that you just received, like, uh-oh, I think I'm probably in situations where I'm, I'm unequally yoked. Okay, let's go to God. He'll, he'll process it through, by the way, infinitely patient. Right. It may take a while. Even I've seen it take one and or two And he will lead years. you step by step by step I'll by step. I'll lead you step by step. And by the way, you, in the middle of that, can have freedom and joy with me knowing that I'm at work and I'm going to get it resolved. And still experiencing covenant. And experiencing my covenant. Uh, mm -hmm. And by the way, those people next to you um, are going to experience covenant too. And Joseph's a great example. Mm -hmm. He was with uh, uh, the Pharaoh. The Pharaoh's not Jewish. The Pharaoh's not a follower of God at all. They're following complete right. other baloney. Guess who got blessed? The Pharaoh. Mm -hmm. Why? You know why? You know why? Because he said, I, <laughs> I see that you're blessed. So you keep doing what you're doing. 
And I'm going to just let you right. do it. I'm not going to fight <laughs> you. I'm not going to per- try to persuade you to follow my God. Right. I'm not going to interfere with your decision making. So in essence, Pharaoh was not unequally yoked with Joseph. He actually saw something say, <laughs> hey, I'm going to let I'm blessed because of you. So I'm right. going to stand next to you. You know, so it's way complicated than that. He, it's just it's just something to say, oh, huh. Am I unequally yoked at the moment? Um, okay, Father, I need to bring that to you and allow you to bring light to my life, knowing that where you're going to lead me, uh, and I'll process There's nothing for me to do, uh, but I need to, now that it's on my radar, I do need to process it with him. And, he, and what he does say is, do not ignore this. Right. Just because, well, it's too tough. No. Tough situations I can handle. Let him Don't lead worry. you. Let him lead you. I'll lead yes. you. And by the way, that's why you need, okay, one thing I would say this, for sure, 100%, you're in an unequally yoked situation. I kind of know it. Go get an inner circle. Doesn't include that person, including your spouse. Right. Uh, and start the process. Could you help me walk into what God would have for me? And we will say, and I do this a lot, sure. Uh, and, I, and I tell them up front, there's no universal answer to this. And don't you pretend to know and don't do anything. Let's walk together. We'll get to see God at work and you'll see the beauty of what God will lead you to. Interesting enough, today you can be in the covenant. Let's go. Uh, That's but, beautiful. But, but, yeah. for, but for sure, get people around you that can mm-hmm. walk through it because you're going to need it. Uh, yes. You're going to need yep. assistance because uh, it's tricky stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's a great, great question. And, uh, uh, again, if you have a question about that, uh, which a lot of people are going to have is, hey, what about? I We get it. Uh, this is what I call sticky wicket. Uh, yep, uh, absolutely. Send in your questions to afjministry.com, questions at afjministry.com. Uh, put it on the YouTube. Uh, we understand. Uh, as we're dealing with covenant, it's going to raise up a lot of stuff. Hey, what about? Raise right. it up and we'll deal with it. And I'm, and I'm glad you're willing to offer that sticky wicket and say, you know, what happens in this scenario? Yeah. Because um, we need to answer those kind of things. So we'd, we'd love to do it. So Kathy, we'll pick it up uh, again uh, uh, tomorrow and uh, we'll uh, continue on with our, our process of understanding, you know, what this is and, and how to walk into it. Uh, step by step but one thing he says is don't be unequally yoked and it does mean something yep excellent thank you so much rich and thank you for joining us everyone looking forward to continuing this conversation have Have a a great day yep see you soon thank you for joining us for today's episode of come and see your podcast for truth in a world of chaos brought to you by all for jesus living waters ministry send us your questions and comments And tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.